0: Word of God is light. It is life. It actively works. It is effective. It penetrates. It rejuvenates. Oh my, oh my. An encounter with God's Word is life-changing. It is life-enhancing. You are listening to a podcast by Prophet Qomizu Shami. on the Lord. And he shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. Isn't that beautiful? Let me read it from another translation. Give your burdens to the Lord. And he will take care of you. He will not permit the Godly to sleep and fall. Now the psalmist is explaining to us a very interesting scripture altogether. He is showing us something that has got to do with casting our burdens unto the Lord. Now not only does the psalmist write this, the Bible in the book of first Peter chapter number five, 1st Peter chapter number 5 verse 7 Peter echoes the same things and I'll read it 1st Peter chapter number 5 and verse 7 should be second yeah no 1st Peter Yeah, 1st Peter chapter number 5 verse 7 it says casting all your cares upon him for he cares for you saints of God I want to show you something, and I want to really teach something today that I've entitled, Casting Your Burdens Unto the Lord. Casting Your Burdens Unto the Lord. I know there are so many times that we've been in a place where we've sung songs. Songs like, Cast Your Burdens Unto Jesus. We've danced to those songs. We have quoted these scriptures, the opening scriptures that I've already brought out today. We've talked about casting our burdens unto the Lord. But the reality of things is that so many believers seem not to know their burdens unto the Lord. And apart from that, not only do they not know how to cast their burdens unto the Lord... They seem to be more professionals in holding on to their burdens. And so we really want to address something here. We really want to understand something here. How can I as a believer get to cast my burdens unto the Lord? Amen and amen. Ask your neighbor, do you know how to cast your burdens unto the Lord? You have to understand the word cast from its Hebrew roots simply means, don't worry about that, it's okay. The, the word cast from its Hebrew roots simply means to throw. To throw. Now, how do you throw challenges or problems to the Lord? Because the Bible says cast them upon him. How do you throw or cast challenges unto the Lord? Another another translation doesn't only mean to throw it means to shed. You know, have you ever seen snakes snakes shed their skin? All right. So when she, when snakes are shedding their skin, they're getting rid of that old skin. That's also one picture of casting your burdens to the Lord. You are no longer having that baggage on you. Hallelujah. But we do understand we have so many people carrying burdens. We have so many people being exposed to challenges. We have so many people being exposed to situations but the question is do we really know how to cast our burdens to the lord because the bible is saying cast your burdens to me cast your burdens unto the lord for he cares for you but where you are as an individual think about it perhaps right now you are doing well but what about in those moments when you have serious burdens how do you handle them Because if we do not learn how to cast our burdens in the Lord, to the Lord or unto Him, we will be people that will remain and keep saying things like, let me sort out my life. Let me sort out things that are going on. I'm going through a tough time. You don't understand me. You don't understand what I'm going through. But the question is, in those moments, should you really be a burden a, a, a person that holds onto burdens certainly not and so today my teaching is really how to cast our burdens to the lord all right so now let's get one, let's get to ask two questions or rather answer two questions number one or what the first question is why do people not cast their burdens to the lord you can ask that first question to your neighbor. Why do people not cast their burdens? Okay. The first answer is they do not know. They don't know they have to. And number two, they don't know how to. So the reasons why many people don't cast their burdens to the Lord, number one, they don't know they have to. And number two, they don't know how to. Let's deal with number one. How is it that some people don't know they have to? Obviously, this is a place of ignorance that many people would obviously dwell in. Where they don't know they really have to give their burdens to God. Sometimes, because of so many thought patterns that people have, they begin to think to themselves and say, ah, maybe these challenges that I'm going through is uh, sponsored by God. You can give me some strings. Maybe these challenges that I'm, spon- th- that I'm actually going through are actually sponsored by God. You find there's a challenge maybe in, in the area of your health and here is sister so and so and she says to herself three ah, days I deserve it and what's happening that person is carrying burdens after burdens and I believe many of you or some of you perhaps may have had that thought in life and you think to yourself Perhaps the mistakes that I've made in life, the things that I've done perhaps in the past, God is punishing me and here I am suffering, I deserve it. And so you are unable to cast burdens unto the Lord because you don't know that you have to. Have you noticed the Bible says, cast your cares unto the Lord because he cares for you. So even before we talk about casting burdens to the Lord, we first have to understand that God cares. We first have to realize and know that God cares. Saints of God, when you reach to a place and full comprehension to know that God actually loves you and cares about every detail of your life, then you really know how to cast burdens unto Him. I'm going to show you a few biblical examples where certain men or certain people would actually go to the Lord and say, Lord, I gave myself away. Please, this is, this is hurtful. This hurts. Haven't you understood? Haven't you? Aren't you shocked why? (laughs) Even there are times I'm always talking about. Guys, if sometimes things are hurtful. Be honest with God. You've heard me so many times. Talk about, don't be that person who. Eh, Molongo wanga. You are broken. Molongo wanga. eh. seems like concern is it because you, you've not learned how to cast burdens concerning the Lord you are you know very strong but if your neighbor just tells you hey, your forehead is looking white you'll be touched me ah I' would rather be soft before God and before men Because my vulnerability before God ushers me to strength. But vulnerability before man only exposes me to shame. You have to understand that God cares for you. And I don't want you to just listen to this as a mere message. It's something that should sink in. It should be something beyond reasonable doubt that you need to know and know within your knowing that your knowing knows that God cares for me. I'm telling you. Because when you get to a place where you understand that God cares for you, it's easy when you have a burden. And say, Lord, you said it in your word. That if I am weary. That if I am heavy laden. I should come to you. Because there, that is where you are going to give me rest. You've said it in Psalms 55. That I cast my burdens on you. And if I cast my burdens on you. You will cause me not to be shaken. You will cause me to stand. That if I cast my burdens on you. As revealed in 1 Peter. Surely. You will care for me. So like I said. People don't cast their burdens on God. Why? Because they don't know that they have to but now that you know that you have to what must you do give it to him and I love how Peter reviews it because Peter simply says cares he did not necessarily say problems he did not necessarily say burdens he says cast your cares 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 is something that involves more than problems. Cares is what's on your heart. It doesn't mean you can only go to God when things are tough. No. Cares means if you want to go to school, God. That's cares. Cares means if you want to be successful in life. Notice your gentle thought of success. It's not a trouble. It's not a problem. You genuinely want to be successful. So what do you tell the Lord? Lord, I want to be successful. What do cares mean? I want to get married. That's a care. It's not really a, it's not a burden. It's a care. The Bible says cast your cares. What did I say casting is throw. For a moment I pictured myself stoning God with all that I need. I know that I have. I said, Lord, there, take it. Glory to God. Cast your cares on him for he cares for you. Number two. I see. the reason why people do not cast their cares is because they don't know how to. Hey, you've heard, you've, 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 you've sung the songs. You've seen this so many times. But the question is, do you really know how to cast your cares? If I can someone to actually explain to me Is anyone willing to come up front? Just to uh, No (laughs) I just said People have to preach (laughs) She has even with Praise be to God Something that you have to learn to do to actually cast cares. I was, you know, I've read this scripture so many times, and I thank God that there's a time I even got to think about it. I said, Ish, do I really know how to cast cares on God? How do I know that I've cast cares on God? We thank God, and that's what we're going to be looking at in the next few minutes. How do I cast my cares to God? Perhaps let me bring it in the area of context or in the area of burdens. How 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 do I hand over my burdens to God? How can I say God? Mm, these ones deal with them. Because I want you to understand something. When the Bible tells you to cast your cares on Him, you have to understand. That there's a reason why he's telling you to cast your cares on him. And not only is there a reason he's telling you to cast your cares on him, there is something that happens when you cast your cares on him. Because something should happen, isn't that so? Imagine today you are lifting a trunk, and Deacon Samuel says, Give it to me. When you give it to him, there should be something that should happen to you. There should be something that should happen to you. That's why when we are saying, cast your cares on God. And when we are saying, how do we do it? We have to understand that when we do it, something should happen to us. How do we know that God does something to us? It's revealed already in, 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 Matthew, in, in, in Matthew 11. The Bible tells us that, bring all your worries All those that are weary or heavy laden, come to me. He says, come, right? Then he says, I'll give you what? Rest. Meaning when you exchange your burdens, God has to exchange something with it. When you give God something, God has to give you something. There has to be a place of rest. Then Jesus goes on to say, take my yoke because it's easy and light meaning you give Jesus your yoke (laughs) then Jesus says take my yoke my yoke is easy my yoke is light so now how do we get to that place of exchange where uh, sister Barbara or sister whatsoever brother whatsoever are troubled and they want to hand over to the Lord. They are troubled and they want to give their burdens to the Lord. And they also want that place of peace. How do we cast our burdens to the Lord? Alright, number one. We cast our burdens to the Lord on the platform of prayer. One way. Like I said, we've been talking about the context of, 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 of burdens. Not necessarily cares. We're talking about the context of troubles and and, and tribulations. But One way you can cast those challenges unto the Lord is on the platform of prayer. In the book of James, the Bible says, is anyone in trouble? Let them pray. (laughs) Yeah. It says, is anyone in trouble? Let them pray. So what do you do on the platform of prayer? Here you are as an individual And you present your problems to God I'll be teaching something on Sunday This will be more of like a part 2 of this I'll be teaching on the God of Remembrance But But I want you to understand something I want you to understand that here is a person as you are giving your you know, your, your your problems before God here you are, you need to pray and you, be, you need to be honest with the Lord and say, dear Lord there is this going on in my life I'm not comfortable with it but your word says your word says cast all your cares on me Because I care for you. Here I am, Lord. Lord, remember, my school fees are due. Lord, remember, I have pain in my back. Lord, remember, there is this property issue that is going on. I am presenting it before you. So, what are you doing? What you are doing is that you are saying, now, what you're doing is that you're saying, Lord, I know you can sort it out. And I'm handing it over to you. Now, perhaps maybe you may not understand. Why are you permitted to give God your problems? Why are you permitted to give God your problems? Alright. It's a simple answer. This is a phone that is before me, right? Who owns it? Pastor Shea. Right? Right? Imagine if this phone breaks or falls to the ground and breaks. Obviously it's in trouble and it's uh, it's it's experienced a bad thing. But the question is who's responsible for fixing the phone? Who the phone can the phone say I can sign the to mobile city? Zind an echo mobile city but what will Pastor Shea do? He will get the phone and say, this is my phone. I own it. This is my phone. I own it. What do I do? Go to mobile city, screen replacement, everything replaced. And I say, wow, my a 425 g phone is back. Hallelujah. I'm fixing it because I own it. Now in the same way In the same way you have to understand That God permits you to Cast His bur- your burdens on him Because God owns you When you are making your declaration Oh Lord Jesus I believe that you died And you rose from the dead And I give my life to you today What were you declaring You are declaring that Father you now own me That's why Lord simply means Honor So when you say Lord these are the challenges I'm having I'm giving them to you What you're just saying says Lord oh, My problems are your problems because uh, You own me Don't be shy in doing that That's why he told you come You are the, you are the only person You are the only creature who's Permitted either to say Yes to your owner or no? You're the only one. Notice your you've never your phone has got no free will. So if your phone says sinful non-color fixed, whether it spoke to you like Balaam the donkey, whether that day your phone spoke to you and says I don't want to be fixed because you are you are the rightful owner. You remind it Hey did you feel that sharp pain Which I felt when I was buying you Who are you To declare that you can't be fixed I am the owner I will fix you But for you you are the only one The only creature Who has the will To say yes or no To your owner That's why the Bible says Allow God To fix your problems Allow him to fix your problems, and if you can't allow him, you remain with those problems. Even though he owns you, can you imagine? Ish. That's why God is a very great, gentle, gentle, gentle one. He owns you, but he says, "I want to do something. I want to fix you, but allow me." Hallelujah. So how do we how do we sort this out? We hand over our problems on the platform of prayer. So here you are as a child of God You are wounded, you are broken Or something is not going well in your life What's the first thing you need to do? Your first response is go to God On the platform of prayer and say Rabalaba shanda Iproskata labayalaba shanda and you, said, Lord, and you said to yourself Lord <laughs> uh, don't worry I started in a language that I don't understand uh, I know I don't understand my problem But I'm speaking a language that I don't understand Which will cause you to do some wonders And then you begin to say Oh God of heaven and earth uh, there's, a, there's this challenge that has, has, has come my way But I understand that you are Elohim I understand that you are Jehovah You are the uncreated creator You are there before time You are the one that created everything Lord, this burden I don't want it anymore But because you said it in your word That I can come to you I am coming to you Lord, take it, take it, take it And that's where in Philippians chapter number 4 Verse 6 The Bible says Do not worry about anything but then it goes on to say, but with prayer, preserve and supplication, present your request to the Father. He says, tell God about it. Then he says, then the peace, have you noticed? The peace comes after you've handed over your problems. The peace is, is a result of you giving exchange to God and say, Lord, take it. And God says, also you take it. He says, then the peace that surpasses understanding. What do you mean the peace that surpasses understanding? They broke your heart, but after you went before God, you just kept... <laughs> <laughs> you aren't you supposed to be crying? Crying where? What do you mean crying? Hey! Why? You received a peace that surpasses understanding. They don't understand you. It seems like there's no there's no food at home, but you're moving. Esther, why are you dancing? There is no food. I'm going to whip you. What do you mean? <laughs> and Esther is there. She's dancing. She's dancing unto the Lord. Why? Because she handed over to God. And God released a peace that surpasses understanding. Saints. There is a reason why Jesus Is able to say, Father, this cup is take it away. But it says, "Ah, let will be done, but let you. And the Bible says began to him. It began to strengthen him. What happened? There was an exchange. Someone who the Bible says was dropped, was sweating as of drops of blood. He says, This cup is too heavy. And the Bible shows us that angels strengthen him. Guess what? He's carrying his cross the next day. <laughs> he's carrying the cross the next day. <laughs> he gets tired. Someone else carries for him for a while. And he says, Ah, you. Please, that's my cross. That's my cross. And he takes it there. The Bible says, the time comes and he says, I thirst. I'm thirsty. He's on the cross because he's lost so much blood and water. He says, I'm thirsty. They begin to give him vinegar. The Bible shows us it doesn't curse the generation, there is an inner strength that is exerted through him, and he begins to say, Father, forgive them. You can that forgiveness. Who makes a prayer of forgiveness In the moment of hurt Just forgive them for they do not know What they are doing And guess what I believe by the Holy Ghost He remained hanging on the cross Strengthened That's why the Bible doesn't show us That Jesus died Because of the wounds Or everything the Bible shows us that Jesus died because he said, I commit my spirit to you. guys I know how to receive. Saints of God. Learn to hand over your problems on the platform of prayer. Speak them out and say, God, I am giving it to you. I am giving it to you. And when you do that, the peace that surpasses understanding overwhelms you. And after you have prayed about it, the next thing you need to do Is to ensure you believe that you have given Him. You have to believe that I have given God my challenges. So prayer number one. Number two, belief. You need to believe. Have you noticed in the book of Matthew, in, in the book of Mark chapter number 11, I think somewhere verse 24, 23, 24, it tells us that if you pray, believe have you noticed? First says if you pray, then it says believe that you have received, then you will have it. Don't you think it's 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 the same way? If let's say you are giving out something, if you pray, believe that you have given it out, then you have given it out. So your belief, your belief is what determines whether you are giving out something or you are receiving something. That's why when times where, let's say, a time can come where maybe you are unwell, come to you and say, be healed in the name of Jesus. It is done. I've prayed, then I have believed, I have released. And then you receive. So in the same way, when you pray to God giving him all your challenges giving him all your cares the next thing you need to do is to believe believe that what you given them to him not after yeah so your belief But now you have the capacity to hand over that challenge to heaven Or rather, yeah, that challenge to God That's why If you want to know somebody who fails Or rather if you want to see an indicator That you are a person who is unable To hand over challenges to God Number one Number one, you will notice prayerlessness when there is prayerlessness then you are a person who can't handle problems to God number two lack of belief when there is lack of belief there are elements like doubt that come in when you notice there is doubt when you notice there is doubt in your life know that mavuto you just said out, but <laughs> if you said out, yet you still have doubt, still with you, and it's nowhere, it's gone. Not only doubt, fear. Why? Because, like I said, faith provokes. It's 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 a force that provokes things to be released. In the same way, fear is a is a catalyst that attract certain things especially that are adverse then lastly there's going to be a time where I'm going to teach in details about worry but not today so if you notice you are having burdens but you've prayed but then you're still worrying still worrying it's still on your shoulders just still on your shoulders that's why Jesus is able to say, I feed the birds. They don't even sow. But why do you worry? And he goes on to say, which of you, when you worry, can add a cubic to your hair? What does that mean? It means worry does not work with the with 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 the principles of addition. Worry is not associated to multiplication and addition Hallelujah I thought with this small teaching You can learn How to cast burdens to the Lord And also allow the Lord To exchange His peace with you. I hope you've learned something. Let's rise to our feet.